Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Come on, turn to somebody and tell the person that it's all about the name of the Lord. It's all about Jesus. Jehovah is his name. Hallelujah. One, two, one, two. Yes, Lord, we worship you this afternoon, O oh God. Jehovah is truly your name, O oh God. We have seen your hand, O oh God. Working miracles so many times, Lord Jesus. And this afternoon, we've come to sing about you, O oh God. Thank you, Yahweh. Mm. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name Jehovah is your name Jehovah is your name You are a mighty warrior great in Jehovah is your name. You are a mighty warrior, great in battle. Jehovah is your name. Help me sing Jehovah is your name. Alone, our worthy is your name. We bless your name, Jehovah is your Jehovah name, oh God. Is it's your, your name, Jehovah. Jehovah is your name. 
El Shaddai is your name. Oh, El Shaddai is your name. Hallelujah. El Shaddai is your, 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 your name. El Shaddai is your name, son. You are a mighty warrior, and you're great in battle. El Shaddai is your name. So you are a Shaddai is your name. As Shaddai, come on. Shaddai is your name. You are Hallelujah. Rain in battle. Rain Jehovah is your One more time. Oh, Lord. 
of applause. We worship you today. We bow in awe of you. We bow, Lord. We bow in awe of you, Lord. Your name is Jehovah. It's all about you, Jesus. Oh, it's all about you, Lord Almighty. We worship you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands in this house right now. Jehovah is his name. Yes, Lord. He reigns over everything, oh God. Oh, you're a mighty warrior. You're a mighty warrior. Last month, I spoke to Reverend about um, my like schoolwork and stuff because I was really struggling in class. Um, a specific class that I was struggling in it was chemistry. Um, in my terms of struggling, it's like I was getting a B plus, but like I wanted an A, and so, um, so I would always go to my teacher and talk to him, and um, I would do so much work. I would stay up so late, but still, all I got was 89, 88. It just wasn't working. And so, um, and the reason why chemistry in particular was bothering me is because it's a big part of my GPA, so I had, if I want a good GPA, I had to get like a really good score in chemistry. And so, it was just really making me like low-key depressed, and I like was doing, it's like, I felt like everything that I did, it just didn't work out. And so basically, I went to Reverend, and I talked to him, and then he told me like I shouldn't worry about it. And also, LP Anita prayed with me a couple times, and um, for some reason, my teacher told me to apply for this award um, at the American Chemical Society, and I was like, well, my GPA isn't that good. I don't know why. Like, why, would, why should I do it? And then he said, just do it, and so I did it. And then um, on Monday, I opened my email, and I saw, like, the heading was, oh, um, American Chemical Society Award. I was like, oh, it's probably going to say, like, I'm sorry. Uh, like, you, thank you for your application, blah, 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 blah. So then I opened it, and then I saw it, and it says, congratulations, you've won an award for it. And I was just like... So I just want to thank God for everything that he's done for me and Reverend and also Alpi Anita for encouraging me and telling me not to give up. Thank you. Wow! Testimonies! Hallelujah! Yeah! So those of you who are satisfied with B. <laughs> Maybe plus gives you depression. I 
said, may B plus gives you depression. Anything but an A. That's what I'm talking about. Are you hearing me? Listen to me. The child of an elephant is an elephant. We did very well in school, so no children here should fail. No child should fail in school. So if, if you come to say, Red, I just see I'm cool, I will smack you. <laughs> oh, Mark, what do you think? Unacceptable. What do you say? So don't worry, oh, Red, I just see unacceptable. Oh, rep. I got, I got, I got a D plus. <laughs> it's unacceptable. May you not be satisfied with the B. May you not be satisfied with the B plus. May you always be in the A class. That's the good testimony. Hallelujah. Don't. I was very happy when you told me. I was so excited for her. Because I remember praying for her. She was crying. That was very good. Testimonies. Amen. No, but it's, 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 I like I, I like her. You know, some of us, you're so comfortable with mediocrity. Just especially because of the society you live in and the way society has wronged you. They have given you this inferiority complex. You have accepted mediocrity as your level. But let me tell you something. The Bible says, I don't care where you come from, your background, or who has spoken to you. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He said, I shall be the head and not the tail. We are are a heads-only church. No tails accepted. (laughs) Hallelujah. May you be the head. Amen. Amen. All right, let me preach my message. I have a long message for you today. Are you excited to hear me preach? Yes. Yep. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Today I'm going to talk to you about one, it's not a series, just one of message. Listen to it carefully. I'm going to talk about the appointed times of our lives. Because of what happened last Sunday, I had a news. And that's what I want to preach about this message. I had a news of a dear member who used to be with us many, many years ago, somehow left and has passed away. And I felt very sad. And I felt very sorry. I felt very, very sad. I'm sure some of you know her, Evelyn Biney. She left our church and then, and I felt very sad. So I was thinking about what message. You know, every time I hear something, I meditate on it. I said, Lord, is it a message? So I want to talk to her about the appointed times of her lives. Hallelujah. I was really sad. Because I liked it. But somehow, it didn't work out. The appointed times of our lives. Hallelujah. Listen, life is made up of appointments. Some we make, some is made for us. Do you know that? Some of the appointments we make, some too, it is made for us. You have no control. Hallelujah. How many have made a doctor's appointment before? You make a doctor's appointment. Have you made a doctor's appointment before? You call and what? You make it. And then when you don't want to go? Some of them you don't, some of them you don't even call. 
It's bad. I'm going to have a doctor. Some of the patients, they don't even call at all. And then, so you see on the schedule, booked, then they don't show. No call, no show. Are you hearing me? But some appointments you don't, some appointments you don't make, it is made for you. Hallelujah. But whether you make it or it is made for you, it is an appointment. Amen. And life is made up of appointments. At any point in time, we are meeting one appointment or the other. There's a time for everything. I said, there's a time for everything. Hallelujah. Let's look at this scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. From verse 1. Maybe if you have the New Living Translation, I would like it. But if you don't have it, we'll take the King James. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. From verse 1. For everything, there is a season. A time for every activity under heaven. Verse 2. A time to be born. And a time to die. A time to plant. And a time to harvest. A time to kill. And a time to... It means sometimes you are supposed to kill. Some of you, you are always healing. No. It comes a time you must kill. Actually, you see, killing is very interesting. Depending on the time that you kill, it may either be a good thing or a bad thing. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. It comes a time some things must be torn. You must destroy some things. Hallelujah. A time to tear down and a time to build. If you are afraid of tearing down, you will always accumulate junk. If you are afraid to tear down, you must be able to tear down some relationships. This time, it's time to tear this thing down and build another one. If you are not, you see, you cannot keep on accumulating. There comes a time you must throw some things away. A time to tear down and a time to build up. Next one. A time to cry and a time. I said, a time to what? And a time to what? It means you cannot laugh all the time. Honestly, honestly, see, people, people that every time you are talking to, they are giggling, they are fake. Are you serious? I'm serious. People that any time you see you, <laughs> they are fake. Nobody laughs all the time. They are not genuine. Anybody that you talk to all the time, the person is never, every time, <laughs> you are not genuine. Nobody laughs all the time. A time to cry. I said, time to cry. I said, time to cry. Look, I used to talk to one lady. Every time I'm talking, <laughs> Then one time I was no, this lady, this laughing is a cover-up. And eventually when I got to her one-on-one and spoke to her, she's very depressed. So the laughing was just a cover-up. Because gen- no human being laughs all the time. In the same vein, nobody cries all the time. Every day you are crying. 
<laughs> me alone. Who says me alone? Some of you have a very pessimistic view of life. It is not comfortable to be around you. Every time, me alone. Who says you alone? Who said it is you alone? One time I was traveling. I got to the airport. I was in Ghana. I told this story before. We were waiting for our luggage. You know how the luggage comes. We were waiting for the luggage. Then most people like so. I think well, four of us. Our luggage had not come, and the conveyor belt was still running. It hasn't stopped. You see, it's different if the conveyor belt has stopped and your luggage has not come. Nicola, the belt was still running. Then this guy was standing by me. Hey, me alone. My luggage is lost again. <laughs> Me alone. My luggage is lost again. I don't know. I've been abroad so long. I'm coming home. They won't stop me. I wish every time I'm always in trouble. Things don't work out. My luggage too. Look at my luggage. It's not coming. I, I felt the point. I felt like this. We said, shut up. The belt is still running. Look at <laughs> And then the belt is still running. It's not that the belt has stopped. You are not the only person. So why say me alone? You are my father. But we're still waiting for our luggage. You can cry all the time. You cannot have such a pessimistic view about life. You need to laugh small. Tell your neighbor, laugh small. Huh. A time to grieve and a time to what? I say a time to grieve and a time to what? Yes. From from time to time, you need to dance. Some of you don't remember the last time you had a party. I said, when's the last time you had a party? From time to time, you must gather your friends, put on some music, hey, and be happy. If, whether you have money in your pocket or not, it doesn't matter. Just dance and be happy. A merry, the Bible says a merry soul is good medicine. A happy soul is a good medicine. From time to time, call your friends and say, this Saturday night, we are jamming in my house. Everybody bring your pizza and your popcorn. That's it. It's a good policy. Hallelujah. A time to scatter stones and a time. To, you see, you see, I'm, you see, the principle of scattering and gathering is very important. Because you see, when you gather and you don't scatter, you accumulate junk. Some of you, from time to time, you have to empty your closet. I'm preaching. I say, because when we come to your house, there's, I mean, there's no space. We are literally tripping over things. Everything is going to Ghana, 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 Ghana. When? What's the people in Ghana? They need your things anyway. <laughs> they are more dressed up over there than you are. You. <laughs> A time to scatter. From time to time, scatter. I said, from time to time, what? Scatter. Give some things out. Ask the sister, is that you? Is that you? Your shoes alone. You know someone, right, Michael? Michael says you know someone. <laughs> Michael says you know someone. Your shoes alone. They came to church. They are in church. <laughs> are you hearing me? A time to embrace 
and a time to what? There's a time to what? And a time to what? A time to what? And a time to what? Listen, some of you brothers, you are always embracing. You cannot embrace all the time. I'm preaching. Every day you are embracing. And when you embrace, things are running through you. You must be able to say, this sister, the way, the way this sister, it is, it will not be good. So it's even when I say, oh, hug your neighbor, you must be able to, this one, if I hug, it will not be a holy hug. So pass and go and Just handshake. God bless you, sister. Just shake hands. God bless you, sister. Or God bless you, brother. It's not everybody you're supposed to embrace. I'm preaching. It's not everybody you are supposed to embrace. Because some people, when you embrace them, it's no holy thoughts. A time to turn away. I'm preaching a message. Time to embrace and a time to turn away. All right. A time to search and a time to quit searching. You see, I'm talking about the times of our life. It's a time to search, okay? And there's a time to say that I've searched enough. It's gone. I've lost it already. I've lost it already. Stop searching. Don't spend your whole time focused on something that you cannot find and keep on searching, searching, searching. A time has come, you must say, look, I have searched enough. I'm preaching a good message to you. A time to search. May the Holy Spirit give you revelation when to search and when to stop searching. I pray for you. I say, may the Holy Spirit give you revelation when to search and when to stop searching. Yeah. You must be able to say that I've searched enough. Accept it. This thing is gone. It's lost. I can't find it anymore. Let's move on. That's the quit searching and move on. I say quit searching and move on. Why do you want to define your life by one thing that you are lacking? You have all this 99, but the one that you are lacking is what is define your life. And then you are blaming, you, you have the audacity to, to blame Eve. You are like Eve. God gave you all the trees. The only one that he said he didn't touch was the one that has preoccupied you. Most of us are preoccupied by the one thing that you lack. What about the 99 that you have? I said, what about the 99 you have? You are so preoccupied by the one thing that your wife does not do. What about the 99 she does? Tell her, mommy. She cooks, she cleans, she does all. One thing she does, just one thing that she does not do, it has preoccupied your whole life. She goes to work. She comes, she cleans, she prepares food. She does so many things. Only one thing, she doesn't bath at night. And you are so... <laughs> <laughs> That's what... That's, that's what that's why I'm bad for she does not bath at night. Has pre, uh, has preoccupied all the 99 that she does, you don't see. One bath. Why can't you accept that this woman does not like bathing at night? 
things. All things very well. But just bathing at night. I mean, why can't you just accept it? When you're going to bed, just spray perfume on the bed sheet. Breeze, spray some Febreze on the seat. I said, put some Febreze on the seat. You'll be okay. Hallelujah. I time to stop searching. Your husband does so many things. One thing, just one thing. One thing that he does not do. Your whole life is he doesn't he doesn't call me. He doesn't call you. He doesn't call because he's busy. He goes to work, he pays the bills, everything, just because he does not call you. He has no time for me. If he has time for you, he will not have if he has time for you, you will not have money to pay the bill. <laughs> I'm preaching. Well, Right. I mean, I mean, he, um, he, he's always preoccupied with his work. He has no time for us, the family. How much time do you want? How much time do you want? If you were to stare at you and look at your face every day, do you think the bills will be paid? <laughs> Are you hearing me? I'm preaching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to keep and a time to throw away. Next one. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet. And a time to what? A time to be quiet and a time to what? You cannot run your mouth all the time. Every day, everything has something to say about it. It's a good message. How come there you everything have an opinion about it? Did you have it to read in the Bible? I do not exercise myself in matters above me. Some things are above you. Who born you to put your mouth down? Who born you by mistake to put your mouth in your parents' marriage? How dare you say that? Well, I don't. I think. I think my dad was wrong. He didn't teach my mom right. Who, who born you? What do you know? What do you know? Listen to me. The fact that your mother talks a lot does not mean she's right. Oh, most fathers are suffering, but they are quiet. So don't go by. <laughs> I'm preaching. <laughs> I say I'm preaching. <laughs> because women by nature talk a lot. So you think your mother is right? If the man was to open his mouth, but the fact that your father is not talking does not mean that your mother is right. Because your mother's running your mom. So you hear her often. You hear her often. So you think she's right. No. Yeah. Men don't talk. But it does not mean that they, they, they are okay. So be careful not to put your mouth into the, that situation. Time to be quiet. Verse 8. Next one. Verse 8. Time to love. And a time what? A time to what? And a time to what? You can't love all the time. Some things you're supposed to hate. You're supposed to hate evil. You're supposed to hate evil behavior. 
get it. You're supposed to, sometimes at work, you're supposed to squeeze your face when certain topics come up at work. Yes. Don't, don't say that, well, uh, I mean, it's work, it's a work environment, and they are my colleagues. You must be able to, when they start talking about some things, you're supposed to squeeze your face that I don't appreciate this conversation. I do not. Hallelujah. If possible, move away from them. I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate everybody gossiping behind everybody's back. Cracking silly jokes. I don't hate it. I don't, I don't love it. I don't appreciate it. A time for war and a time for peace. It's obvious. Hey, there is something called a time for war. This type of ceasefire attitude. Pacifist. FA no code type of behavior. <laughs> Listen. From time to time you have to fire. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? As a matter of fact, you are a very, very weak and useless husband if you cannot engage your wife. From time to time, you have to put your foot down. Whether she cries or not, address the point. <laughs> and let all the husbands say, you understand? Her crying should not stop the topic. <laughs> Is somebody hearing me? I said her crying should not stop the topic. Yeah. You cannot be a pacifist for life. It's a time for war. A time to say that no, 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 no. This thing must be addressed. You understand what I'm saying? And there's also a time that, and also there's also a time that not everything needs to be prosecuted. Don't, tell yourself, don't turn yourself into prosecutor-in-chief in your house. Four o'clock in the morning, wake up, Joe. You have to talk about it. <laughs> You have turned yourself prosecutor-in-chief. 4 a.m. Listen, John, you know, we have to talk about this. We have to solve this problem. The man came home at 10 p.m. He has to wake up at 6 o'clock. 4 a.m., you have woken him up to solve a problem. Why can't you leave things alone? No, you see, I'm showing wisdom. It's not everything that needs to be prosecuted. Hallelujah. May the Holy Spirit, you see, this is what I'm talking about. You need spiritual discernment. May the Holy Spirit give you revelation when to fight and when to stop. Amen. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, I'm talking about times. Amen. And times are important. Hallelujah. Life is controlled by time. Life is controlled by time. That's why everything is time. That is why you write an exam with time. When you say write an exam, they give you two hours. You're not supposed to write the exam forever. Because life is controlled by time. There's a time for everything. I don't care how much of the material that you know for the exam. If you're not able to deliver it within the time allotted, you will fail. If they say answer five questions in two hours and you answered only two questions in two hours, even though you know the three answers, you have failed. 
So time is important. Hallelujah. Yeah. Time. And knowing the time, see, knowing what time it is gives you an advantage. May God open your eyes to know the time. Let me tell you something. Knowing what time it is always gives you an advantage. Ah, we're all here when the, the market crashed. Do you remember? Crashed. But I'm sure some people knew the time. And pulled their things out. Some also didn't know. And were done for. <laughs> yeah. First Chronicles, oh, let me show you. First Chronicles 12, 32. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. No, King James, King James. Let's go to King James. Okay, this is also good, but let's go to King James. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the time. They had what? They had what? To know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were 200 and all their brethren were at their commandments. Can you hear me? All their brethren were at their commandments. It means they ruled their brethren. And the reason why they ruled and were in charge because they had understanding of the times. May you have understanding of the times. I say, may you understand the times. May you understand the times. Oh, I pray for you that God will give you revelation to understand the times. Because when you understand the times, you will rule. Yeah, Michael, that's it. They had understandings of the times. They knew when to attack, when to pull, when to go. They understood the times. Some of us are so clueless, it's not even funny. Even Mr. Bean is more clue than you know Mr. Bean. That's an old English guy. You, some of you are too young. You don't know Mr. Bean. Go and, go and Google him. He's, he's so clueless. You cannot be that clueless in life. The Bible said they ruled. Because they had understanding of the times. You must know the times. I mean, look, I have so many stories that some of them are sad. I recently heard of a brother. You see, a, a, a brother who got into a case so bizarre. That in, I mean, it cost him a lot of his, a lot of his uh, whatever he has done in life came to zero, all because he did not understand the times. Because the thing that he did in this Trump era, we ask ourselves that who the heck does such a stupid thing? Understanding the times. Some things may be cool in the era of Obama, but it's not cool now. May you understand the times. I prophesy to you, may you understand. Steve, stand up. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for Steve. Lift up your hand. May God give you wisdom. May you understand the times. By the understanding the times, may you become the head. In Jesus' name, amen. Understand the times. Understand the times. Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen. Understand the times. Know what time it is. 
Jesse, do you understand what I'm saying? Stand up. I feel like praying for people. Stand up. Father, thank you for Jesse. Like the sons of Issachar, give him wisdom and revelation. Let him understand the times. Let him understand the times. Let him understand the times. Yea, like Joseph, you told him, take the child to Egypt. Because the time was wrong to be in Israel. And at the proper time, you told him, bring the child back to Israel. Because the time was right. Let Jesse know the wrong time and the right time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Understand the times. Hallelujah. Yeah, understand the times. They ruled. Amen. You know, let me tell you something. Most people, what most people need is counseling. A lot of us will pray for me, pray for me. No, you need counseling. You need to be told what is going on at the right time. Hallelujah. Yeah. Most of the time, you just need to know the times and counseling. Somebody to counsel you that this is the wrong time for this. Yeah, because, because I'm being honest with you. A lot of our wahala and our calamity is our own stupidity. You simply did not. Like this person I'm talking about, I, I couldn't believe that somebody would do such things in these times. I couldn't believe it. Then what? Don't you listen to the news? <laughs> See, a lot of things we do. It's innocent. So sometimes what you need is, in fact, most of the time what you need is counseling. Somebody to guide you. To show you the times. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. That is why I like what Bishop Saki says. Bishop Satsaki always said, if I cannot cancel you, I cannot pray for you. Because it's a good policy. Because prayer is not meant to endorse, we, we, prayer is not meant to endorse your stupidity. You are doing something stupid, they want us to endorse it with prayer. Like the brother who came to be prayed for, for smoking. Say, I beg you, you know, I have a problem with smoking, so can you pray for me so I can stop smoking? So the pastor called him. And as he was put his hand on him, he saw a cigarette packet <laughs> in the guy's pocket. So the pastor said, oh, just take it off, take it out. Take the packet out so I can pray. No, 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 Red, it doesn't matter. You pray for me, you pray for me. You, know? <laughs> you want to keep the packet and I should. <laughs> nah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, look, listen to me carefully. Not knowing the times can cost you. A lot. Yeah. In Luke chapter 19, verse 41. Luke 19, 41. He said that, and when he was come near, he beheld the city. This is talking about Jesus Christ. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. 42. Saying, if thou hast known even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. 43. For the days shall come upon thee that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round and keep thee on every side. It means you'll be in a lot of trouble. 44. And shall lay thee even with the ground, 
and thy children within thee, and they shall not live in thee one stone upon another. Jesus Christ said, you are going to go into a lot of difficulty. You are going to go into a lot of calamity, a lot of stress. Things are going to be difficult for you. He came weeping. The Bible said, when he entered Jerusalem, he came crying, said, Jerusalem, you are in trouble. Things are going to be difficult. Situations are going to be tough. He cried. And the reason why Jerusalem, you are, things are going to be difficult, you are in trouble, is the verse that says, because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation. You don't know the time. You simply did not know the time. You don't know that a great prophet is walking among you right now. You don't know that by being in this church, you are under a great covering. There's a great covering over you. If you knew, you would not have left. My daughter, you would not have left. That's what happened. That's what happened. That's what I felt sad. You don't know what is covering you. You don't know. You don't know the covering that you have on by being under this uh, denomination. That's why the devil lured you out. That is why your life is gone. He cried over Jerusalem. Listen. Not knowing the time can cost you. I said what? Repeat after me. I said what? May you know the times. I say, may you know the times. I say, may you know the times. Yes. He cried. He cried. Because you didn't know. Yes. Look. Yeah. It's sad. Sometimes you don't know the time. Yeah. May God open your eyes to know the time. Lift up your hands over there. Melissa, lift up your hand. Melissa, lift up your hand. Father, thank you. May you know your times. May you know your time. May you know your time. May you be ahead because you understood the time. I just got it wrong, but you got it right. In Jesus' name, amen. May you know the time. May you know the time. Even on a, on, a, on a light note, most ladies are not married because they didn't know the time. I'm preaching. Most ladies are not married because they did not know the time. <laughs> yes, you didn't know the time. <laughs> you did not know the time. Because you see, the Bible describes the woman as a flower. Like every, like, like every plant, like every flower, there comes a time that you are bearing fruit. You are flowery, and you you attract all the bees. You see, you are you are you are at the flowering stage. Every bee is attracted. Bee, 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 and that is the time you are supposed to pollinate. So once you are young, and every man is coming after you, you don't know that it's only for a season. A time will come, nobody will call you again. I don't like him. He's too short. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't like him. I, 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 I don't like him. He's too dark. Okay. I don't, I, I don't like him because um, his nose is too big. Okay. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't 
don't like him because, you know, he has, he has a tribal mark. Okay. A time will come. <laughs> you see, what you don't know is that the reason why you are getting frequent calls, frequent, because you are at the flower stage. And the flower doesn't last for long. The flower doesn't last for long. It's only a season. I say it's only a season. I'm preaching to my daughter. It's only a season. May you know the times. May the time not pass by. I'm preaching. You don't know the time. Yeah. Because, see, that thing every year, a fresh crop is released. Every year, a fresh batch is released. Every year. That's what you don't know. What you don't know is that every... I mean, as I saw a fear and go, I said, hey, the next generation is coming. <laughs> the next generation is coming. And the thing is like a product on a shelf. It has an expiry date. As soon as it expires, they take you off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching because you didn't know the time. Ask your ask. I don't want to say ask your sister, but as you can see, some sisters are almost at the end of the shelf. No, no, no it's a time for everything. You may you may take it to bed. It's a time for everything. Yeah, I had one sister to attend the pastor. Oh, the brother, very nice Christian brother. Interested, spiritual, everything. He's all, oh, Rev, I, I don't like him. I don't like him. I'm coming. The pastor was shocked. He would think that, what? This one is an onapos. Onapo. You, this brother said he likes you. Onapo, <laughs> you. This brother said he likes you. And you are saying, and do you know her, her reason? You, you won't believe her reason. Rev, she does not make me laugh. You want someone to make you laugh, then go and marry Bobo Kala. <laughs> go, and ma- go and marry Super, go and marry Bill Cosby. It's all Rev, she doesn't make me laugh. No, no jokes. Another, bro- another sister also said something. He said, Rev, he is too domesticated. These are true stories. These are true stories. He said, oh, this bread, you know, I want a man that is outgoing. We go for parties. This brother, he's always at home. He's too domesticated. <laughs> you won't believe it. This is a true story. I'm, I'm not making it up. I'm telling you a true story. The reason why he doesn't want me because the brother is too domesticated. He goes to work. He comes back. He's at home. He doesn't like that. Domesticated. That's what he said. He's too domesticated. You know. So I want a man. He comes out. We go out in the evening. We go to movies. That's the type of man I'm looking for. This guy, as well as from work, he's at home. Too domesticated. Why you are thinking that way is because you have watched too much soap opera. 
Your mind is not filled with scripture. It is filled with soap opera. I'm preaching. Hey, let me continue my message. Sisters, may you be aware of your time. Shall I pray for you? Shall I pray for you? Shall I pray for you? Okay, stand up. Let me pray a prayer for you. Father, behold my daughters. As they are blossoming in their flower age, may they be aware and may don't miss, may don't miss their time. Deliver them from being bumped off the shelf. May they be found whilst they are on the shelf. By godly men. In Jesus' name. Amen. Ah, Barcelona, you stood up. You have been found already. <laughs> oh, for, for your daughter, senor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Important times. Amen. Important times. Yeah, it's a very classic message. Record it and listen to it over again. Always pray that you will know the times. The sons of Issachar, they knew the time. See, and I'm going to talk about some important times in our life. The first time I want to talk about is the time of your birth. The time of our birth. Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. Genesis 18, 14. It says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Okay? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, this was when the angel visited Sarah. When the angel visited Sarah, he said, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the, appoint, at the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. At the time appointed, there was a particular time that the son was supposed to be born. Let me tell you something. The time you were born was ordained by God. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. At the time appointed, God decided that you will be born on a Tuesday. He said, at the time appointed, I will return unto thee. So, what am I trying to share with you? What I'm trying to share with you this afternoon is that nobody is a mistake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You are not a mistake. I say you are not a mistake. God knew when you would be born. And God appointed your birthday. You are not a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You are not a mistake. I say you are not a mistake. You were born at the right time. So stop wishing that I wish I was born earlier. I wish I was born later. God appointed your birthday. I said God appointed your birthday. And you are not a mistake. Even if your parents were not married before you were born, you are not a mistake. if your parents were not planning to have you they were just playing and you came you are not an accident because I've heard of those oh, Rev 
this one here was not in the plan. Oh. You may not be in your parents' plan, but you were in God's plan. I say you may not be in your parents' plan, but you were in God's plan. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, I was asking a family, you know, like you get the first three are close to in age. Then the last one is like 10 years older. There's a gap between the, maybe the first three are one, one two years apart. Then the last one is about 10 years. And you don't want to talk, so, rap. This one, there was not in the plan. Oh, yes, you may not be in the plan, but you are not a mistake. I'm preaching. At the time appointed. You see, this is what, you see, you are not a mistake. Tell your neighbor, I'm not a mistake. Tell your neighbor, I am not a mistake. I said, tell your neighbor, I am not a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Look, John Wesley. Okay, John Wesley. The biography of John Wesley. He was the 14th child of his parents. Number 14. Oh, yeah. Number 14. Yeah. That's how down the line he was. But look at who he became. I say, look at who he became. I say, look at who he became. What am I trying to say? This is the danger and the sin of aborting. You don't know what that child will be. The child that you think is an, what you are calling unwanted pregnancy and you want to abort, you don't know what that child will turn out to be. serious message. You don't know. He was number 14. If the parents had said we are tired of having children, can you imagine that such a great child like John Wesley would not have been born? So, children are a blessing from the Lord. Nobody here should abort and I bind the spirit of abortion in the name of Jesus. Look, I'm, I'm not joking. I can't be, look, I'm not endorsing fornication, but even if you fornicate, you see, the sin is the fornication, not the child. The fornication is the sin. The sin is the fornication. But as for the child, it's a blessing. So under no circumstances should you even think about aborting. I will rebuke you for sleeping with that unbeliever but I, Chastel Sayer, will dedicate that to the baby because the child is a blessing. Never! Never! Never think about it! Even if you are a prayer warrior and you get pregnant, oh, you know, the way I'm pregnant, they will think I'm not spiritual. Look, God knew you were not spiritual, so don't like... God knew... God knew you are not spiritual, so it's not us. Are you hearing me? The Bible says all things are naked before God. So God knows already, so it's not me. So to, so to keep a, 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 a look that you are spiritual, you are born the baby, no, 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 no. 
Never. Never. Had a time appointed. If it's the Sarah. Don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Never. Oh, Rev, you know, we have four children already. This one was not planned for. Let me tell you something. God will take care of you. God is the father of all children. Whether you can afford it or not is irrelevant. God is the father of all children. You you may not have the means for it, but God may have the means for the child. At the time I pointed. Hallelujah. Yeah. No, but you know, your best, yes. Just like, just like, just like in the same vein, your sex is determined by God. You didn't choose your sex. I'm preaching. You did not, your sex is, whether you are a boy or a girl, is determined by God. I'm preaching. No man can engineer the sex of a baby. Yes, I've heard so many theories. Some people say, if you want a girl early in the morning, that's when you try. If you want a boy when you are tired, because boys are lazy. <laughs> because they say that early in the morning, that's when the sperms are very active. Because for, for, for fertilization to occur, the, the sperms must swim. So the, in the early in the morning, the sp- because you have rested all night, the sperms are very active. So they swim very fast. That's why it gives you the girls. In the evening when you are tired, the sperms are slow. So the slow ones make way. <laughs> it is still not proven. You can have sex early in the morning and still have about 12 boys. At, at the end of the day, it is God who determines the sex of a baby. I'm preaching to you. I said, I'm not preaching to you. So, because it is God who determined the sex, that is why nobody should be disappointed. I was expecting a boy and I got a girl. And then you sow a seed of rejection. Never. You didn't choose the sex. You, look, you cannot manufacture the sex. God has decided to give you 12 girls. Just accept it. When you, like I was telling Michael, when in his house, he's the only boy. <laughs> That's my Gabriel. Even though my Gabriel brackets on TZ, he's the only guy. Linda, Marlene, Michelle, and, and Megan. He's the only guy. So every time I say, when you wake up, say, Blessed are thou amongst women. <laughs> if God did not determine, at least you're also the same. Yeah, and I have the opposite. I mean, I remember when my wife was pregnant with Michael. Why is Joyce I die? <laughs> is he here? She always used to say, what did he used to say? Even after Michael, is what? Is what? Where's Michelle's mother? The boy is Michael, why are you calling Michelle? Because <laughs> I had two boys already. Listen to me. You don't determine the sex. Hallelujah. And therefore, nobody should let anybody, you know, you are annoyed with you. Look, I was talking to a Christian brother, very, very, somebody I, I think was even mature. You know, some people, you think that after being in the love, you'll be even mature. She, said, you were quarreling with their wife, seriously, marital this. And when I go to the roots, one of the reasons why she's annoyed because her wife had a child. 
and the child was a girl because she had had a number of girls already. So the last thing she wanted was another girl. So she's annoyed. And I said, foolish man, even biology tells you. <laughs> she's blaming her wife for another girl. And I was like, biology one-on-one. If anybody was to be blamed for the girl, it is you. Because you are supposed to produce X and Y. You produce an X. The woman has a baseline SX. So being a boy or girl, so those foolish villagers who say that I, I, this woman, I've married her for only a man who is only giving birth to only women. I'm going to find another woman who will give me a boy. You are an idiot. <laughs> I heard people say that, oh, as for this woman, she can only give me girls. So because they're going to take a Tell a story. So it's a guy. You. How many? Four girls. And your father said, Aha, chapter three. Your mother had four girls. And your dad said, Your mother is only producing girls. So he's going outside to look for another woman who will give her a boy, give him boys. What happened? Seven. Rest your case, okay? That's why I stopped at three. Because my mother kept on asking, my mother, my mother, kept on asking, tell my wife, oh, get, uh, you, need, you need a girl, oh, you need a girl. I said, what is the guarantee? I have three already with their big heads. How many more? <laughs> what is the guarantee? Somebody, somebody say amen. Yeah. Determine it? No, you don't. So listen to me, church. If God made you a boy, remain a boy. And if God made you a girl, remain a girl. Yes, I know we are in New York City. It's all sort of nonsense going on. But I tell you, if He made you a boy, remain a boy. Male and female created he them. He, if God wanted you to be a girl, he would have made you a girl. No, you know, you don't understand. You are so narrow-minded. You know, I'm a boy trapped in a girl's... I'm a boy. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I'm a girl trapped in a, in a boy's body. Girl trapped in a boy's body. No, no, listen. You don't determine your sex. Is somebody hearing me? And then another, th- another thing that you don't determine. You don't determine your skin color. Be proud who you are. Your nationality, you don't determine it. You did not determine your nationality. You are black, you are black. I say you are black. Don't wish you were white. Trying to bleach your skin, go for white girls, you are black, brother. You are black. (laughs) 
I'm preaching. I say you are what? I say you are what? And your children will be black. <laughs> yeah, you are black. And you, 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 you didn't choose your skin. I wish I, you, you are not white. You are black. Yeah, that's why I say, say it loud. I'm black and proud. You are black. You are black. He's white. Respect him that you're white. You are black. Respect yourself that you are black. Own it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hey. I don't, I don't need it. I don't. You are black, brother. You are black, man. <laughs> black. And be proud that you are black. I said be proud that you are black. Be proud that you are a Ghanaian. Be proud that you are a Nigerian. Be proud that you are an American. Even if you are from Afghanistan, be proud that you are from Afghanistan. God decided to put you in Afghanistan. Be proud about it. You did not choose your nationality. You are Spanish, be proud that you are Spanish. You see, let me tell you something. Don't be concerned about your origin. Be concerned about where you are going to. Are you hearing me? I relate to Yanara not because he's... The bond between me and Yanara in Christ is stronger than our skin color. Are you hearing me? Because he's a Christian and I'm a Christian. The blood of Jesus is thicker. It breaks the barriers of skin colors. Hallelujah. So don't worry about your nationality. Don't worry about your skin color. Oh man, I wish I was born Jamaican. If I see Natasha, the way Natasha looks, her nice nose, I wish I was a Jamaican. Jamaican? I am, I, am, I am Ghanaian and I'm proud about it. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know what? My time is not, I'm not done by my time is up. We'll continue this week. Stand up to your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I wish I could finish it in one day, but I couldn't, so thank you, Holy Spirit. Ancient words. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Changing me and changing you We have come with open hearts Oh, let the ancient words
Father, may we know the times, may we know the seasons. May we be like the sons of Isaac. The Bible said they knew the times and seasons of God. And because of that, they are brethren where their commandments. Let the ancient words of God. So let the ancient words Thank you. Thank you for the times and the seasons of God. Words of life. Words of hope. Oh, yes. May we know the times of God. May we hear the voice. May we know the season we are in. May we know the direction you are leading us, O God. May we not be ignorant of the times, Lord. The times of our birth. The times of our marriages. The times of our salvation. Oh, Lord, show us the times, O God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Changing me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And changing you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart. With every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here this morning. You are not born again. Listen. The Bible calls it the day of your salvation. See, the door will not be open all the time. There comes a time a door is open for you to be saved. And today may be the time. Today may be the day that the door is open. That Noah's ark was not open forever. There comes a time God shut the ark. So today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. This is the day of salvation. Today, God is, pro, pro, God is prodding your heart. God is speaking to your heart. Your mind is racing. Your heart is beating. It is time to be born again. It is time to be serious with God. It is time to take God seriously. Life without God is a losing game. You cannot continue like this forever. A time comes, you must say that, Lord, I surrender my life. So this afternoon, with every head bowed and every echo, today is your day of salvation. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to be born again. You want to make a public declaration of your faith. You want to make sure. You want to make sure that when you die, you go to heaven and not hell. Because heaven and hell are real. If anybody is like that in this room, Please, you may be a visitor, it may be your second time, it may be your third time, it doesn't matter. Today is your day of salvation. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Please lift up your hand high. I want to see your hand high above you. God bless you, brother. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Anybody else? Don't let today pass you by. Don't let today pass you by. God bless you. God bless you. Don't let today pass you by. My brother, you lifted up your hand. Meet me. I'll meet you halfway. I'll pray for you. Come and I'll pray for you. Come, come, come. Come, I'll pray for you. Don't let today pass you by. Come. Put your hands together for him as he comes. The day of salvation. The day of salvation, young man. I'll tell you why it is important. Thank you. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father 
the whole church should say after me, Heavenly Father, this this afternoon, this afternoon, I come to you, I come to you as a sinner, as a sinner, I confess, I confess, I've done many wrong things, I've done many wrong things, but Lord Jesus, but Lord Jesus, this afternoon, this afternoon, I stand before you, I stand before you as a sinner, as a sinner, wash me by your blood, wash me by your blood, deliver me from evil. I want to be a child of God. Satan, from this moment, you are no longer my master. Jesus is my master, my savior, and my Lord. I am born again. Thank you for saving me, Lord. Amen. God bless you. What's your name? Huh? Nanako Joshi Michael. Okay. I'm going to talk to you. Put your hands together for the knuckle I'll explain why it is important. Oh, yes, Lord. There is room. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.